The world around us is living in panic and fear and confusion, apparently, as they buy toilet paper as it seems it's been deemed discontinued. But A.W. Tozer said this. He said, a scared world needs a fearless church. A scared world needs a fearless church. And in order to be fearless, we must be close to God. Our faith must be consistent in Him. There's blood on my doorpost. I believe that I am covered, that I am protected, that I have strength. Whatever you get close to appears bigger, and whatever you get distant from appears smaller. I'll never forget a message that Brother Dave Olson, a pastor in Charlestown, he spoke to us one time about a penny. Most, some of you remember that, and he brought it up to his eye, and all you could see, you couldn't see anything around that penny, but you throw that penny away, and you can barely find it. What you choose to bring close to you will appear bigger. There was a story of a young woman went to her mother and told her about her life and how things were so hard for her. She did not know how she was going to make it and wanted to give up. She was tired of fighting and tired of struggling. And it seemed as one problem was solved, a new one arose. So her mother took her to the kitchen. And she filled three pots of water. And in the first, she placed carrots. In the second, she placed eggs. And in the last, placed ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word. And in about 20 minutes, she turned off the burners. She fished the carrots out and placed them in a bowl. She pulled the eggs out and placed them in a bowl. And then she ladled the coffee into a bowl. Turning to her daughter, she asked, tell me what you see. Carrots, eggs, and coffee, she replied. She brought her closer and said, feel the carrots. She did, and she noted that they were soft. And she asked her, take this egg and break it. And after pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg And finally, she asked her to sip the coffee, and the daughter smiled as she tasted the rich aroma. The daughter then asked, what is the point, Mom? Her mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity of boiling water, but each reacted differently. You see, the carrot went in strong and hard and unrelenting, however... After being subject to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior, but after being through boiling water, its inside became hardened. And the ground coffee beans were unique. However, after they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. Which are you, she asked. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot? Are you an egg? Or are you a coffee bean? You see, David faced adversity. And I know we can look at him and see a giant killer, a worshiper, a man after God's own heart. But for every victory David had, there was adversity. Would you say adversity? I'm not going to be much longer. Stay with me. 
adversity. And yet, David chose to praise God. Psalms chapter 100 tells us this. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. That's what happened in this place today. A joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. A smile. Because you have confidence, you have faith in God. Come before His presence with singing, wondering why we sing, wondering why. Because the Lord delights in it. Know ye that the Lord, He is God, and He hath made us, not we ourselves. We are His people. My Lord, I wish someone would hear the Word of God today. Oh, Brother Bucky, I know this, but there are people around you who do not. And they are watching you to see if you really know it. Just like the disciples thought they knew Jesus, there are people who think they know you. But your time will come when you have a chance to speak up in a storm or a situation and you can say, I'm not going to worry about it. Because I know the creator of the storm. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and what? Verse 5, read it with me. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Not for a minute. I was not forsaken. All generations. His mercy endureth. He is good. Thank you, Jesus. We must understand that praise is different than thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is connected to what he has done. And praise is linked to who he is. So if what you need is more than what he has done in your life, hear me, then what you say has to be more than what you've already seen him do. I'll say that one more time. If what you need is more than what he has done in your life, then what you say has to be more than what you've already seen him do. Faith. 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 I can look at my door and I can see the blood. I can see it still there. It has stained there. The memory is there. I will not forget it. I can look there. Even when the door is open and all I see is confusion out there, I can look at the doorpost. I can recall that he saw the blood, that he still sees the blood. Musicians, please come. Get beyond the gates today. Get beyond the gates today and into the inner courts where you know Him. Where you know Him. I would have thought the disciples would have known who He really was. But it took a trial. It took a storm. For disciples, the first disciples, to find out who he really was. 
Don't make the same mistake that just because you're going through a trial that you question who God really is. Don't allow yourself to be an example of a fear for someone else questioning who God really is. And as the firstborn looked to their mother and their father that night, the world is looking to the church. The world is looking to the church. There was one tribe of Native Americans that had a unique practice for training young braves. And on the night of the boy's 13th birthday, he was placed in a dense forest to spend the entire night alone. Until then, he had never been away from the security of his family and of his tribe. But on this night, he was blindfolded and taken miles away. When he took off the blindfold, he was in the middle of thick woods by himself all night long. And every time a twig snapped, he probably visualized a wild animal getting ready to pounce. Every time an animal howled, he imagined a wolf leaping out of the darkness. Every time the wind blew, he wondered what more sinister sound is masked. No doubt it was a terrifying night. After what seemed like an eternity, the first rays of sunlight entered the interior of the forest. And looking around, the boy saw flowers. He saw trees and the outline of a path. And then, to his utter astonishment, he beheld a figure of a man standing just a few feet away. Armed with a bow and an arrow. You see, it was the boy's father. He had been there all night long. God wants to remind you today and those viewing online that He has never left. That He is in control. And despite what is going on, you can have complete trust. Would you say that complete trust? That He sees us, that He knows our thoughts, and He knows our hearts. He knows where our faith is. And there are times he's going to ask us, why are you fearful? Because he wants us to see who he really is. He wants us to recall he passed over for our sake. Would you stand? In times of despair and in fear, we can choose to recall just like mom and, did, mom and dad did that night. And we can speak faith, and we can say, son, we can say, daughter, there's blood on our doorpost. There is blood on our doorpost. I want you to stay where you are today. You can come up if you like, but I, you can just lift your hands. I want you to do this. I want you to lift your heads and say, with confidence, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I have faith in you. Speak these words. If God be for me, who can be against me? Say, there's nothing that can separate me from you. There's nothing that can separate me from the love of God.